Hello, believers. I was, I'm so excited to be reaching you again today. Uh, we, we give God the praise for the opportunity to be able to gather online even, right? We know what's been going on uh, in our province. It's been uh, a few, a couple of weeks of restrictions coming in again. Uh, so we, we decided, you know, just based on common sense, you know, to continue to meet online uh, and to move our Saturday night uh, prayer night to to zoom so and we, we had that yesterday night and it was an amazing time I want to thank those of you who were able to join us for that and uh, so we will continue that way over the next few weeks uh, December 20th that we were supposed to meet and uh, we've also announced that we will postpone that uh, community interest meeting uh, until next year uh, the only event right now that we are still holding on to and uh, hopefully we will be able to do is our New Year's Eve service. Uh, we were planning to have a gathering on New Year's Eve uh, just to ring in the New Year together, look into the Word of God uh, concerning us for the New Year. So hopefully we're still able to do that. So on December 9th, the city is going to come, come back to see what they're going to do, uh, if they're going to extend the restrictions or if it will be lifted depending on how the, the COVID-19 cases uh, are by then. So uh, keep praying and we will keep trusting God uh, that everything will be all right. So today is a very special day for us today. It is um, not just because I'm in a different location. This is still our, our building here at 1555 Lucasview Road. We're still in the worship center. Uh, but we just decided today, uh, based on the feedback that we've received so far from all of you who have been watching all of the services, uh, is that the audio in the auditorium, uh, there's a lot of echo. So we decided, you know, of course, we have to listen to that because we wanted to have a, a pleasant experience, both visually and, you know, audio-wise. So we decided to try out this room. Um, this room, uh, it's, it's, it's good enough, but it has its own challenges <laughs> because right now the only thing separating me from the highway is our parking lot. So uh, you might hear the occasional flashing you know, by of a, of a vehicle or uh, maybe the ambulance, like, like someone said last week that there was an ambulance going by. And we just pray for them when we hear that. So don't be distracted by that. Hopefully it's not a lot because we've tried to, you know, right now I have two different devices uh, that, are, that are trying to capture the audio. So we will we'll pick out, you know, the best one and, and, and put it in so that you have a pleasant experience. All right. So I just wanted you to know that that's why we're in this room. We'll be here for a couple of weeks and we will check it out, see how it goes. If, if the audio here is better, we will stay here while the work uh, in the auditorium will go on uh, and that we'll be able to, by the grace of God, put in a good sound system there and uh, so that you would have a pleasant experience even if you're watching online. So that's very important to us. So uh, why today is actually special is because you're, you're going to be hearing from my darling wife today. Uh, she's going to be bringing us the word. Uh, some people have asked, you know, where, where is she? She just vanished. My mom <laughs> asked me the other day, you know, uh, where, where is Dokas? Why did she stop, you know, introducing you? So uh, we, we, we decided that to just give her some rest and today she is going to be sharing the word of God with us. So uh, I, I would just encourage you as we always do take a moment share the link of the service it's very simple all you have to do on YouTube because we're, we're on YouTube we're not on any other platform uh, so just share uh, when I say we're not on any other platform, I mean on Sunday morning, okay? We're not streaming live anywhere else but here on YouTube. So share, click on the share button there and it will give you options of where you want to 
post it and it's as simple as that and once you've done that put away every distraction and let us engage in the worship we'll join minister kemisola Per and our friends uh, who have been helping us with our worship and we are so grateful to god for them uh, so just do your best to engage with the worship i know it's not the same as if you were in a building with people who were singing and worshiping god but do your best to engage with the worship and uh, let god be lifted in your praise and in your worship this morning and then after that we will we will return and uh, you'll be hearing from my my darling wife uh, this morning we'll continue to talk about the church and she will be furthering the thoughts that we've already laid out uh, in this discourse so far so let's say a word of prayer and we will get the service started this morning lord we are grateful for another opportunity to be gathered together as your people as the church we give you praise and glory uh, we ask lord that you would you reveal yourself to us today uh, we, we declare your manifested power your presence and your spirit over this service today in jesus name amen
Good afternoon, believers. Also, what a pleasure it is to be in our midst this afternoon. Our testimony is like that of David that said, I am glad. He said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. That's always our delight in those house. Whenever we hear it's time to be in God's presence, it's time to go to God's house. 
it's always a delight for us it's always a joy for us it's always something we celebrate we do not take god's presence for granted in this house we love the presence of god we enjoy the presence of god and we celebrate the presence of god so this morning this afternoon i'm glad to bring us god's word and i know we'll be blessed in the name of jesus christ before we continue i just like us to take our confession as we always do in this house so put away every distraction let your mind be on god let your attention be on god whatever it is you're doing that will distract you this moment i'll just encourage you to put that away so please let's go ahead and, and repeat our confession after me so every day I want you to say it as loud as you can and as bold as you want to be. Every day and in every way. I'm not hearing you. Every day and in every way, I'm becoming more like Jesus. I'm becoming more like Jesus. I'm becoming more like Jesus in my thoughts in my words and in my action let's do that one more time every day and in every way i'm becoming more like jesus i'm becoming more like jesus i'm becoming more like jesus in my thoughts in my words and in my action amen Lord, we are so grateful for the honor to be in your presence this afternoon. We thank you. What a joy it is. What a, what a pleasure it is, oh God, to be in your house one more time, oh God. We celebrate this, oh God. We ask this afternoon, oh God, as we go into your word, oh God, let our hearts, oh God, let our hearts, oh God, be, be attentive, oh God. Since the entrance of your word gives light, it gives understanding to the simple this morning oh god let your word instruct us let your word direct us oh god let your word edify us and encourage us in the name of jesus christ we thank you and we bless you in jesus name we have prayed amen amen so i'm just going to continue on where we've talked um the previous week we've been talking about the church for the last three weeks we've been talking about the church and that's what we're going to continue this week. What every Christian should know about the church. Before I just get into my own message, I'm going to do a very quick recap of the things we've learned in the last two weeks. So the first week on this series, we learned three things about the church. And the first one is the church belongs to Jesus. The church belongs to Jesus. The church does not belong to anyone. It belongs to Jesus. The second thing we learned that week was the church is a house of prayer. The church is a house of prayer. We also learned that the church is a place of love and unity. Last week, we talked about the five purposes of the church. The five purposes of the church, which are worship, ministry, evangelism, fellowship, and discipleship. The five purposes of the church worship ministry evangelism fellowship and discipleship so this afternoon i'm going to continue and what i'm going to talk about this afternoon is three more things every christian should know about the church 
three more things every Christian should know about the church. The very first point is the church is a place of worship. The church is a place of worship. I know um, last week when we talked about worship, we said worship is not just about a slow song. We worship the Lord through those songs. We worship the Lord with our giving, but most importantly, we worship God with our lives. So we are now saying the church is a place of worship. So let me just expand on that. I'm going to read from 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 20. 2 Samuel chapter 12, verse 20. If you have your Bibles, please open to that. It says, So David arose from the ground, washed and anointed himself, and changed his clothes. And he went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. He went into the house of the Lord and worshipped. Then he went to his own house, and when he requested, the set food before him and he ate. The essence of this passage is David went into the house of the Lord and worshiped. So in this house, in this house, in believers' house, we honor the gathering of believers, the church. We honor the gathering of believers. We already know what the Bible says. It says where two or more are gathered in his name, he is there. So we know wherever we are gathered, either two, three of us, whatever the program is, we know God is here and we celebrate his presence. We honor his presence. We place a high premium on the presence of God. We know he is here and we don't take the presence of God for granted. So in this house, we honor the gathering of believers as a place of worship where the presence of the Lord is. So that's something we would have in our consciousness every time we come together in this house at what we celebrate the presence of God and above all we honor his presence remember what the Bible says it says those that honor me I would honor so that's what our attitude will be in this house will we honor the presence of God we will honor the person of God because he is always with us and first Timothy chapter 3 verse 14 to 15 Paul was sent this um, letter to Timothy trying to encourage him telling him what the order of things should be so that means there is an expectation when we come together into the house of God and this is what Timothy, um, Paul was trying to set out when he wrote this letter to Timothy so first Timothy 3 verse 14 to 15 it says these things I write to you though I hope to come to you shortly but if I am delayed, I write so that you may know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God. So there is a way to conduct ourselves in the house of the Lord. That's what this is about. I write to you so that you know how you ought to conduct yourself in the house of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and ground of truth. The pillar and ground of truth. So we are not going to, we are not looking to see how casual and laid back we can be in the house of God. No, no, that's not what we are going to do in this house. We will give our gatherings the honor and the respect the Lord deserves. We give the Lord's gathering the honor and the respect it deserves. When we come together, we honor the presence of God. We honor the gathering of believers. That's what we're going to do. And like I already mentioned that worship is not about slow music. 
it is what we do with our lives but there is an aspect of songs that also expresses our worship to God and that also helps us to worship God and that can be found in Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 to 16 Colossians chapter 3 verse 15 to 16 says and let the peace of God rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful says let the word of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms in hymns and spiritual songs those are dimension of worship singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord so we do that as part of our worship to the Lord we do that in this house because this is the place of worship so what we sing we read psalms aims to sing spiritual songs and singing with grace in our hearts to the Lord so the church is a place where God speaks to us and God meets with us not because he doesn't meet with us at home or any other place no but because he has chosen to speak with us and meet with us in his house but he has chosen to meet with us chosen to meet with his body the church in this house so we'll celebrate that Remember the story of Jacob and when he had an encounter, we don't want to be ignorant of the presence of God. We don't want to be ignorant of the presence of God. Let's see what Jacob said in Genesis chapter 28, verse 16 to 17. It says, Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I did not know it. That will not be our testimony in the name of Jesus Christ. Says, and he was afraid and said, How wholesome is this place? This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gates of heaven. That's what we are establishing in this house that wherever we are gathered together, we know that this is the house of God. This is the gate of heaven. This is a place of encounter. We will not treat it with levity. We will not treat it like a common or an, under, or an ordinary place. We will treat it with great respect and honor. We will always be aware of the presence of God in this house. We will always be aware of the presence of God in this house. We will always be aware of the presence of the Lord in this house. Remember what Joshua said. He said, I and my house, we are for the Lord. So that's what we are saying in this house. We and those that are part of our believers' house, their home church, we will always be aware of the presence of the Lord. We will always be aware of the person of Jesus and would honor and reference his, his presence wherever we are gathered together. I'll move on to the second point. The second point is the church is a place of equipping. The church is a place of equipping. So many things happen in church these days, but one thing we want us to remember is out of all the things that happen in the church now, the church, the things that are most important to the Lord is the church is the place of worship. The second one, the church is a place of equipping. And let's just find, we find that in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 13 to, verse 11, sorry, to 13. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, 
till we all come to the unity of the faith and the knowledge of Jesus and the knowledge of the Son of God to a perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. I like how this reads in, in New Living Translation. I read the same passage, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 to 13, in New Living Translation. It says, Now these are the gifts Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, and pastors and teachers. Their responsibility is to equip God's people to do God's work. To equip God's people to do His work and build up the church, the body of Christ. Till we continue, say this we continue, this we continue until we all come to such a unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. That's our Him. That's our Him in this house. That what we are equipped. We are not just equipped to do things for now. We are equipped to do the ultimate, which is what to be like Christ. That's why we make this confession every day that we want to what to be like Jesus in words, in thoughts, and in action. This is not just um, what we just say because we have to say something before the message continues. We have always said that whatever we say in this house, we see. Whatever we say in this house, we will see. So that's why we are making that confession. That's why we are maintaining our confession. And one of it is that what will continue to be edified until we grow into the measure and the, into the measure, up, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. Says to equip, I just want us to, to have a better understanding of what this word equip means. Says, to equip means to furnish, to provide with whatever is needed for use or any undertaking. It also means to furnish for service or action. So for many of us, as, as many as we are, so many are actions, our services that we've been called to. Some of us have been called to ministry. Some of us have been called into the marketplace to, to be a standard, to, to carry the good news of Jesus Christ to the world in the marketplace. So as we are there, that's, those, are, those are the places where we need to show for the glory of God. But we need to be equipped, we need to be prepared, we need to be furnished in abundance to be able to do those things effectively the way Christ will do them. And so the church is where we get equipped for the work of ministry. The purposes of the church that we talked about, about last week, which is worship, ministry, evangelism, fellowship, and discipleship. So those are the things that we get equipped for. So we are also to be edified until we come to the measure of the stature of Jesus Christ until we come to the full and complete standard of Christ. That's our hymn. Those are the things we want to be equipped for. Let's see how this played out in the, in the early church. Acts chapter 2 verse 41 to 47. Acts chapter 2 verse 41 to 47 it says was, Then those who gladly received his word were baptized. And that day, about 3,000 souls were added to them. And they continued. Remember what we said in the New Living Translation, that this continues. So that's still the word we are finding here. It says, and they continued steadfastly, not when they wished or when it was comfortable. They continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, 
in breaking of bread and in prayers. Then fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now all who believed were together and had all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods, and divided them among all, as anyone had need. So continuing, that's still the same word, so continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, they had the food which, with gladness and simplicity of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily those who were being saved. The Lord added to the church those who were being saved. And I'm sure in this passage you can see the aspect of worship there. We can see the aspect of what being equipped with the word and they do this continuously this is something they did continuously it's not once in a while or when they feel need like when they feel there is a need they did it continuously they continue daily in one accord doing this this so what do we want to be equipped to do we want to be equipped to be like jesus we want to be equipped to lead lead our families organization ministries lead in the marketplace i want to be equipped to be change agents in our societies <laughs> remember what the bible says this is what you are the light of the world it says let your light shine that man would see and glorify a god which is in heaven if our light only if we are going to just be shining light amongst ourselves then how would the message of jesus get across to the world and that's what we are preparing ourselves for we want to be equipped to be able to carry that message to the lost so we want to be equipped to be a change to be change agents in our societies second timothy chapter 3 verse 16 to 17 says all scripture is given by inspiration of god and is profitable for doctrine for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly, not half, not half equipped, but thoroughly equipped, thoroughly furnished for every good work. That's the essence. Thoroughly furnished, like nothing missing. There is no part that, that we have a lack in it. No, because we are thoroughly furnished for every good work. That's our aim in this house. That will be thoroughly furnished for the good work God has called us to do. So the last point I'm going to talk about this afternoon is that the church is a place of change. The church is a place of change. And we mean, when we talk about change, we're talking about transformation. We're talking about a heart work being done in our lives. We're not talking about um, something heartward or momentary that doesn't last. We're talking about a lasting change, a transformation that lasts till eternity. Let us um, see what the Bible has to say about this. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18 says, But we all with unveiled face, Beholding has in the mirror the glory of the Lord are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So, what's our aim for this change? To be transformed into the image of Jesus, like we talked about too in the previous points of the church is a place of equipping. Equipping is to be like Jesus, the same thing with our change. 
the change we want to experience is to be changed into the image of Jesus Christ. This is what? Transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the Spirit of the Lord. There are numerous examples of those that experience this type of change in the Bible. Apostle Paul was one was one of them. After his encounter with God on his way to on the way to Damascus, his life never remained the same thing. Mary Magdalene was another one. It says seven legions were chased out of her. Seven demons were chased out of her. And ever since then, we never heard of any recurrence or she went back to her hold with us. What the type of change we are talking about. Once we have an encounter with Jesus Christ, we, 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 we continue in that pursuit until we see him in glory. Until we see him in glory. Since it is the presence, the power of God working together with the word of God that creates change lives. So the presence of God, the power of God, the word of God is what creates what changed lives. The power of God, the presence of God and the word of God creates changed lives. Our biggest testimony as a church has to be that of a changed lives. Our biggest testimony in this house is lives that are transformed into the image of Jesus Christ. Yes, we're going to celebrate miracles, we're going to celebrate healings, testimonies, signs, wonder. We're going to experience them in this house. There is no doubt. We're going to see the hands of God move. But above all else, we're going to celebrate changed lives. Lives that are becoming like Jesus, that they don't have to ask you that. Are you for real? Is they know that this person has encountered Jesus. They know this person has encountered Jesus. Those are the things we are going to place premium and priority on. We're going to celebrate the things, the gifts that comes from God, promotion, successes. But that's not where we are going to sit down and 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 lavish our attention. No, we're going to celebrate lives that are transformed. Lives that are transformed. Another thing is what change is made possible what through the power of the holy spirit change is made possible through the power of the holy spirit acts chapter 1 verse 8 says but you shall receive power when the holy spirit comes upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria and to the end of the earth so change also happens what through the power of the Holy Spirit, through the power of the Holy Spirit. I was talking earlier about change, celebrating this faith of God in terms of testimony, sharing testimony. I just want to bring something to our attention that the, the word for testimony in Hebrew actually means something you repeat to others because God is about to repeat the same thing. Something you repeat to others because God is about to repeat the same thing. And that's what we want to celebrate in this house because God is going to reproduce the same thing, the same thing others have experienced over and over. We're going to be able to reproduce the same work of the Spirit in others. In um, something that has happened for us will happen for you. Something that has happened for you will happen for someone else coming into this house because that is what God wants to do. So we're going to celebrate a culture of honest testimonies, culture of honest testimony that are reproducible. Culture of honest testimonies that are reproducible. That's what we want to celebrate in this house. And another thing too that brings change 
is happens through the renewing of our minds change happens through the renewing of our minds romans chapter 12 verse 2 says and do not be conformed to this word but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be that you may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of god what is good and perfect and acceptable will of god those are the things the word of god helps us to do so it brings lasting change i know in um, hebrew chapter 14 says something that we mature through that word of god is is through the word of god that we're able to exercise our ability to discern between good and evil we're able to discern between good and evil because what we know the word of god we know the word of god we have a saying in my house that was we just we don't just we, we, we are not just we don't read the bible we start out by what we read the bible so we read the word we study the word we do the word and we are changed by the word those are the things that we always have on our lips in our houses we read the word we study the word we do the word and we are changed by the word the word of god changes lives that's something that has been proven time and time again so we give the word of god its rightful place we've always said that in this house that what we give the word of god its rightful place we place a high premium on the word of god we don't just want to 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 do other things and and um dedicate on um, whatever time is available to the word of god no we don't do that in this world the word of god takes the center stage in our lives either privately or when we come together corporately the word of god takes takes like takes the highest place in in our meetings and the last scripture i'm going to share with us is what second corinthians chapter 15 verse 17 which some of us are familiar with it says therefore if anyone is in christ he is a new creation all things have passed away behold all things have become new therefore if anyone is in christ all things have passed away behold all things have become new all things have passed away behold all things have become new this is something we, we, we are so familiar with. This is a scripture we are so familiar with. That once we come into the household of faith, once we make Jesus Christ our Lord, it says if we declare with our mouth, if we confess with our mouth and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, we will be saved. Once we make that decision, once we make that decision, we've crossed from death to life. And from that place onward, this is what? all things have become new in our lives all things have become new and this this gives me another privilege to invite you if you have not made that decision in the past or probably you made the decision and something happened along the way you lost you lost track of being in relationship with jesus i just want to invite you right now to say this prayer with me just ask god to come into your to your life uh, it says there's no one that comes to him that he would cast away that is the word of the lord to us there is no one that would come to him that is going to reject so we rest on that assurance that if we will confess him with our mouth if we will confess with him with our mouth we will be saved just say this prayer with me lord jesus thank you for your blood that was shed for me Thank you so much for paying the penalty for my sin. 
Thank you for reconciling me to the Father again. Thank you because in you I have a new life. Thank you because in you I have been brought into the family of God. Holy Spirit, fill me up. Holy Spirit, fill me up. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you say that prayer with us, we are rejoicing with the host of heaven because that's what the Bible says. It says, when one sinner repents, there is part to celebration in heaven. And we are joining the host of heaven to celebrate your coming into this household of faith, into this household. We thank you for saying that prayer. Please reach out to us either on any of our social media platforms or through email. Those information will be on the screen for you right now. Or you can actually write to us if that, if you'd prefer, you can write to us and we are glad to send you materials that will help you on this work because we do not want to serve God in isolation. We do not want to serve God in isolation. That's what the church is about. We want you to, to join together with the body of believers. If, wherever, if you're not in the city of Halifax, I would I encourage you to find a Bible-believing church to be part of. And if you're here in the city, welcome home. We are glad to have you with us. We will be glad to have you with us. But we want to encourage you on this journey. We want to encourage you on this journey because we know there are greater things the Lord has in store for you. So come get in touch with us and I'll be glad to send you materials to help you on this, on this journey. Just before we go, I would just like to make some quick announcements. So some of you would have seen on our social media and just the um, Saturday night prayers have been moved online. So we'll not be meeting in person at the church or rather we'll be meeting online on Zoom. The information will be right on the screen for you. So join us 7 on Saturdays, 7 p.m. on Saturday, Halifax time. And Sunday services will remain online. Sunday service remains online till the new year. Sunday service remain online till the new year. So join us on YouTube every Sunday at 2 p.m. Halifax time. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. Halifax time. Make plans to attend the New Year Eve service with us. Pending COVID restriction being lifted up in the city of Halifax. But we are believing God that we'll be able to meet in person to just thank God for this year 2020 and to celebrate God's faithfulness in the coming year. So I think that will be all for the, us in terms of the announcements. Father, we are so grateful. We thank you so much. We thank you so much for all you have done. Thank you, thank you for your word that came to us, oh God. Thank you because we've been instructed in this word of God. Thank you because we will, we will be doers of this word in the name of Jesus Christ. We thank you. We pray over our week that as we go, that the presence of God go with us. We declare that this week, we prosper in all we set out to do in the name of Jesus Christ. We honor you, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. See you next week.